Let's begin by introducing our characters. First up, Colin, you are playing Masaro. Yes, uh, I am Masaro. He, him, above average in height, sort of approaching middle age. There's definitely like some gray in his hair, but none that are like getting to the point where it's distinguished gray. He's got a bit of a beard, pretty trim and pretty firm. He also looks like he's used to dressing a certain way and he's not dressing that way in this particular instance, and uh, that's all I'm going to say about my character for now. Okay, and Cat will be playing the role of Vero. Vero? Vero? Vero. Vero. Yeah, Vero is a man of average height. He's He's heavy in that way that tells you that he used to be a lot heavier and his circumstances have changed such that he's lost a lot of weight, but he's still carrying some of it. Exactly how put together he looks varies from day to day. Some days he is uh, quite immaculate, pays great attention to his hair. Some days, he just can't fucking be bothered and he looks like a scrungly mess. But there's always some sort of idea running behind his eyes. And today, based on the one thing that Namtab has instructed us to have an answer for, he's on the scrunglier side of things. Excellent. In that case then, let's begin. The gates of the Royal Palace of Amberay have been breached. You are among the first to break ranks and seize the bounty that the ruling class seized for themselves. The realities of power are not what you expected. The palace is filled with treasure, but also with the sins and secrets of the monarchy. Monstrous relatives, monarchists without a job protecting a pretender to the throne. Other revolutionaries competing for pillaging rights. What will you find when you finally have access to the inner lives of the nobility? When you break ranks, were you defending the gates? Or were you assaulting them? Definitely assaulting. Assaulting. But I had been inside for about three days. Oh. Interesting. We join our two trophy hunters then, as they cross the vast royal park, which separates the aristocracy from the mundane concerns and the consequences of their misrule. It's a charming location, beautiful under the moonlight and filled with artificial grottos and cascades, transplanted ancient trees and marbled belvedere's. The idyllic paths lead to the entrance of the royal palace. A sturdy white wall protects a purely decorative gate, the stone decorated with tiles. Which wonder do you find within the park, and what rumours have you heard about it? <sighs> a flock of flightless birds from another continent. 
I've heard that they are cannibals. There's a fountain that they had commissioned from the greatest mason to have lived, and it said that the fountain tends to stop running with water on the full moon for reasons unknown. Okay. Tonight is not a full moon. So you see this beautifully intricate fountain with a flock of what initially resembles ducks and mallards splashing about in it. You've been walking for a few hours in this park. So you decide to take a rest at one of the many benches looking upon the fountain. As you rest, Hooded lanterns illuminate a ragtag group who are carrying improvised tools and weapons. The smell of grease and sweat clings to them. They see you and begin to approach. I stand up and I just smile and I say, uh, so which way are you all heading tonight? We're here to patrol the park. We welcome you to the park, as long as you go no further. We have a duty to keep you out of the palace, but as long as you stay out, that is fine. I look at my new companion and I just wait for for them to do something, see what they how they want to handle this. Oh, I'm just watching this unfold. Got one leg crossed over the other leaning back on the bench, hands planted, smiling, head tilted onto my shoulder. Just letting you handle this for the moment. Alright. As part of our jobs, we will have to search you. Really? uh, As far as I can tell, the normal standard duties don't include searching. That sort of sounds like you're just trying to steal our goods, so why don't you just, um, move along and I'll forget this ever happened and I won't report it to your higher-ups, and trust me, I could get to your higher-ups. We don't want any trouble. If you want, your companion can watch us search you, and then you can watch us search your companion. You should just... Again. Again. I don't think that, uh... As necessary as part of even the most basic parts of your duty, we are, in fact, just sitting here for right now. So, um... I don't know why there's any reason to search us. Okay. I see your point, but if you try to cross that gate, and he points towards a smaller white wall with the sort of same intricate tiling and another gate, we have to guard that gate, you see? If you want to come in, that's fine, but we have to search you. I'll simply nod and let them continue their patrol. Okay, they continue their patrol. I'd like to establish real quick 
Do Macero and I know each other previously, or did we meet when the gate fell? I would say we met when the gate fell, but there hasn't been a reason for me to, like, not trust you so far. Okay. Okay. What I'd say is just repeating what I said earlier. It's been about two, three hours since you entered the royal estate. The park is quite a large one, and the palace is directly in the centre. So you will have had time to establish or have some talk to one another. What kind of things would you have discussed, do you think? Place of origin, occupation, would have been the things I asked about first. I would have asked where you were from and how long you've known about this place. To answer your question, where I came from would have been another kingdom that I assured you is, oh, a few weeks walk, maybe a few months walk if you really take your time to the north. Small, you've never heard of the name. And, well, it's not so far away that word of this place wouldn't have reached my ears. I say, oh, I'm from a, uh, it's a smaller kingdom than this one. It's about, uh, several miles to the southeast, and, um, well, right now I do, as far as I'm concerned for a living, a little bit of this and a little bit of that. But in the present moment, I continue to sit there silently, smiling, as the patrol wanders off. Are they taking a circuit about, or are they just turning around and going back to the gate they're stationed at? They are mainly sort of patrolling the gate and wall area. Um, there's a couple that stay at the gate and then they, they've sent maybe one person to sort of patrol the walls one way, one person to patrol the wall the other way. The bulk of the group is guarding the gate. They don't seem particularly interested. They were more just greeting you because they could see you. Got it, got it. Gonna guess the gate seems to be the only way through, yeah? Yeah, the top of the wall is, is, is spiked and the walls appear to be smooth marble. That It's very... It, it looks like it's been very well crafted, very expensive to, to build. You don't even see any real handholds or... or gaps between the stone that one could use to begin climbing the wall. Alright. So, our choices are going to be either sneak through or let them search us and probably take a few things off of us. Which means I as the player need to consider what I'm carrying as the character. Can I try to find a spot in the wall that doesn't look 
Like, it's been well-maintained, and it's gone through the rough a little bit, and might be easier to climb. So what you want to do is to look around the wall for sort of areas of opportunity. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I Basically, I want to see, like, if there's, like, vines that we can crawl, or there's, like, spots in the wall that have been weather-worn so that we can climb them a little more easily. I know it's not going to be, like, super easy to do regardless. Okay, I'm going to say that's going to be a risk roll. I don't think there's any dark dice attached. I think, yeah, I, th- I think this is a risk roll because the risk is getting caught. Yes. So, I do have a skill that might come in handy. Elements. Since I'm specifically looking for, like, things that have been put in through nature. Okay. Alright, so that's one light dice. You said no dark dice. So, uh, so far I'm only rolling the one light die. Yeah. Unless anyone can think of a devil's bargain, but I don't think that's really relevant at this particular point, so I'm not offering one. How does this sound? You are paying very close attention. You are scrutinizing as hard as you can, meaning your attention is off me long enough that I can scrutinize you as hard as I like. And what would that get you? Oh, maybe learning about some particular possession of yours or another that you are carrying that I might be interested in knowing about. In that case, what that sounds like is, if you take this bargain, Vero can ask you one question which you have to answer honestly, about sort of what you're carrying or perhaps who you might be based on your appearance. Sure, sure, sure. That sounds something I'm interested in taking, so I will take I will take that bargain. Okay, so two light dice, please. Get up. Hey, I got Okay, six. so a six. You succeed. You can describe how, or ask me to. I go around, and it's a little bit out of the way, because it has to be in order to for us to avoid guard detection, but there is a spot in the wall that has some of like that decorative vine that uh, nobody had gotten around to trimming before all this happened. And so I will motion for Vero to come over, and I will start climbing, and it's at this point you can ask your question about me, and I will answer truthfully. Alright. So, as has been established, it is nighttime, meaning we are seeing by the moon and stars, so you are going to have to be squatting, standing on your toes, bending about, trying to get the light to reveal anything useful. As you are doing all of this, does anything ride up to reveal an item of particular interest? Maybe something of magical note, which I, based on what the DM can see of my skills, would be able to identify. I mean, it's it's the devil's bargain, so you can regardless of skills. You see a small pouch that has the clasp of an Edelweiss on it and it looks like it 
used to be magical, but something happened and now it is just a normal, everyday clasp. And uh, it it no longer does anything special. It must hold some sort of sentimental value because it sure as hell is not doing anything really practical. Understood. And uh, once once I get up, I will stay on the top of the wall long enough to wait for you to get up as well, and then climb down the other side. Are we getting the crossing for free? What I'll say, you do manage to cross all right. You're fine for now. So once you've crossed the wall, do you try and find a path to follow or do you sort of stick to the woods and, well, the trees? We're heading for the castle. We can see it in the distance, right? You can see it in the distance, but there are denser patches of trees which are surprisingly easy to lose your way in. It's a forest. It's a controlled forest, but it is still the forest. There are times where you can't see the castle or the light covers the moon. The paths do have torches along them, which makes it easier to see and all generally both well-maintained and fairly well-organized. I look between the two options gaze up at the sky for a moment well friend I fancy my chances better with the trees than with these patrols yeah there might be something in there but uh, I, I mean at this point I'd rather take the extra cover okay I pull a small book out of my pocket a little pencil as we are walking towards the forest I write some things down close it up put it back on my belt right then as you hit a denser patch of forest you hear you hear some barks and one or two people it's a dog patrol it seems that on this side of the wall things are a tad more well patrolled as you are getting closer to the palace alright now's a good time for this we wait for them to get fairly close and then I hold my hand out to stop Vero put a single finger to my lips as a saying shh and I am going to cast the shroud ritual okay so, casting rituals always involves a dark die, so there's that. Yeah. I do have the rituals skill, which will give me a light die on that. So, it's one light, one dark, it sounds like. Now, this is a spot where um, help could be offered. Hmm. Okay, so... Could be. And I do have knowledge that uh, could justify me helping here, so I'll go ahead and throw a roll at it. Please don't screw me on this one. My good man? I'll try not to. Well, that's a one. 
I'm afraid that doesn't okay. help. No, it doesn't help anything. you. But as long as I don't roll a one on my ruin, then or my dark dice, then yeah. All right. Well, I didn't roll a one. No, but you did roll a six on your dark dice. Yep. So I do succeed, but since the darkest is the highest one, I you mark one ruin. And then you roll for conditions. Yeah. Okay. I got a four and a three. Everything is a conspiracy against you. You must find out who is behind your terrible fortune. Alright. So, because it works, both Vero and I sort of turn transparent. To each other, we both disappear. We can see ourselves, but it's at like 10% opacity. And... It does mask all senses. Um, I, I did look that up, so the dogs won't be able to uh, sniff us out. So um, we'll just wait for them to go on by harmlessly. Okay. Once they do, and you drop that, I will... My lips purse like I'm going to whistle impressively, and then I remember that that would be... Incorrect. incorrect. So I don't, and I just ask, keeping my voice low. Where did you learn to do that? Places. Maybe you'll find out soon enough. Maybe you won't. Squank my mouth to the side like I would like a better answer. Uh, you don't seem to be getting one. I know. <laughs> mean to me. You make your way through the forest and slowly but surely you grow closer to the palace. Its towers and halls loom over mazes, statuary, courts and pavilions. And after you come out of the forest you find a footpath which you follow as you can begin to see that there's no further trees between you and the castle. As the path takes you across some vegetable gardens, you see what appears to be a village. There are low, humble houses of what appears to be the servants' quarters. And as you follow the path to the main road, you see that this is a mockery of a village, a Potemkin village, if it were. A hyper-real depiction of life as seen through those who have only seen it through a window or from the top of a tower. Life-sized dioramas of villagers looking happy, frolicking in the streets, eating cake. The dioramas are made from mannequins and look simple and joyful. What do you make of this village? Oh, that it's delightful. I still keep my voice low. There are doubtless still patrols around. I, again, very nearly clap my hands in glee, but I refrain and just keep it to a, as an expression of, oh, this is, what would they, 
Why would they do all this? This is so much effort. It's so delightful. How lovely. What a treat. <laughs> you know, I'm looking around the entire time, like, trying to Pepe Sylvia board, essentially. What's going on? Who could this person represent? Why is this in such a peculiar position? This stone, the way it's eroded right here, means that, uh, that giants are real. I poke at a couple of the mannequins. Take my little book out. Write more things in it. Put it away. I immediately think, what is he writing about me? What is he... What is in that book? Oh, I'm going to need to see that book. You hear the sound of a trumpet. Or perhaps a bugle. <sighs> Fucking fox hunt. Yeah, those can mean two very different things. As you stand in the town plaza, you look with horror as approaching from the direction of the forest, you see a huntswoman wielding a flaming crossbow. She shoots a flaming arrow into a house and then she notices you. Oh, what ho! Live prey! At last! I think we should run. Yeah. Spine goes straight, eyes go wide, feet turn 180 degrees, dead sprint. Yeah. She gives chase. This is jolly good fun. Both of you, what trap did the huntswoman lay while you explored the village? Oh, fuck me. Oh, <laughs> fuck off. Um, God. What kind of traps would a fox hunter lay out? Hmm. I mean, there's always the classic ambush. There's probably someone else, like, further ahead who also has some sort of hunting weapon just waiting for us to get past a certain spot. Pincer us. Honestly, with the artifice around us, we would be less suspicious of clearly fake foliage think to blow through it and there is a pit on the other side okay the next question do you think there's a deeper reason why she's marked you as her prize well of course I do I just haven't connected the dots yet <laughs> doubtless because of my many and varied skills okay if I could be taken alive I would be very useful to just about anybody describe to me then how you're running from the huntswoman just running down the main road towards the palace or are you running through the alleyways I don't have a lot of strategic or tactical knowledge especially as I am actively working to preserve my own life so no thoughts head empty dead sprint straight lines yeah same okay as you turn and flee you hear the 
galloping of a horse behind you and you flee down the main street. I need you both to make a risk roll because as you fought, perhaps it's some prey instinct. You're running right towards what appears to be an area with dirt instead of cobble and you realise that she is chasing you right towards a tiger trap. <laughs> I don't think I have any skills that could help me. Well, I guess elements. I can tell that the uh, that the floor there is a different colour and I would be wary of something suspicious being there. Okay. The skill that I would like to lobby for application here is passion. Passion? Mm-hmm. Okay, how so? Because I'm not acting with my head. It's my heart and my body, and I'm just going with everything I have. Okay, so what would be your goal here? So Masaro's goal is clearly to notice it, and presumably to take action after noticing it. What would you be doing with that passion? Building up so much speed that I could jump the pits. Okay. Right, sounds like you're both going to be splitting up if your rolls are successful. Okay. I'll be taking this straight line. You'll be doing zigzags. Is that your devil's bargain? I mean, I've said it, so I think that... Yeah, that that would be a devil's bargain according to the rules, so one of you'll get the... I don't think I can give you both a few it, so I'll let you agree which... I could, but I'm not going to. Ah, you're getting it. I'll let you decide whether you want to give it to me or if I give it to you, because the way my character thinks everything is a conspiracy, I would absolutely take it for myself without even considering you at this point. I mean, I would also take it for myself for reasons. Okay. There, Yeah, then take it for yourself. All right. I'm eating shit. I get 2d6 instead of 3. Yeah, uh, you'll both be rolling a dark dice because um, you are absolutely risking your body. The what could possibly go wrong is I'm not going to kill you just yet, but you'll be taking some kind of injury if you fail this roll. Understood. All right. And I'm going to set tell you now it's going to be one of your limbs i'll let you decide which limb because this is collaborative but you will absolutely be taking a spear to a limb okie doke firing my dice now oh that is a three-eyed snake okay four i think is a Minimum success? It's a bare success, essentially. Masaro, you notice the tiger trap and you manage to stop and begin running towards an alleyway. The huntswoman sees this and shouts, Go! 
Go my darlings! And two dogs emerge from the opposite side alley and give chase to you down the alleyway. Okay. Vero. I fail and things get worse. Yeah. So what happens to you is that you attempt to leap the pit trap, but despite all the passion, you realize at the last minute, you can't make that, that's too far. And you kind of just slip and trip. And you basically slip into the hole, but manage to catch yourself with your upper body. But one of your legs is speared. Makes sense. What are you going to do about this? The huntswoman is getting close and you notice for the first time. This is no human. This is a mannequin. In a mockery of a huntswoman's outfit. Hmm. She's on horseback, right? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. See, that's the problem. I can't escape her anymore, basically, no matter what I do. I pull my foot loose of the spear, which I will, purely on reflex to get away from the pain. I could pull my upper half out of the pit, but with a wounded foot, there's no shot of me outrunning a horse anymore. I could try and go down the pit, but then I'm in a pit and she has a crossbow. So, I think I might have to pray that if I give up, I'll spoil her fun and she'll be done with me. Mm. So, I will pull my lower half out of the pit, plonk down, butt on the ground, legs spread, behind me such that my bleeding foot is clearly visible i will put on the best winning smile that i possibly can arms raised and well done good woman <laughs> seems i'm done hmm now this i wasn't expecting okay she pulls her horse to a stop and aims her crossbow at you Oh, hell. This is no fun, is it? I'm sorry I could not amuse you further. Misjudged the jump. Paid for it. Okay, and why shouldn't I kill you now and take my trophy? Well, for one, I'm hardly any trophy. Look at me. Look awful on your wall. I mean, with the flesh, certainly, but as a skull. Another skull. Oh, my my dear lady, what is inside the skull? I tap, tap on my forehead. That's the real prize. That only works if I'm still breathing. Hmm. The intrigues of the court have very little interest to me. I merely take pride in the hunt. 
And you realize for the first time, by the way, that she's not actually saying these words. The words are appearing in your head. <laughs> I see, I see. One minute. Follow after your friend or choose a different alleyway. I care little which. Then I will give chase again. If you can reach the palace before me, you win. You get to face something... Well, you get to face the court. I'm not allowed in the palace, so I would not follow you any further. If I catch you, you end up as a rather nice rug, I feel. Oh. Could I perhaps have two minutes? I can't walk properly anymore. Very well. That seems sporting. So kind. Ow. Ow. So generous. I saw which way Macero went, right? You saw the alley he went down, yes. Right. And three, two, one, go. Best I can, quick as I can. I'm hobbling down there. As soon as I turn and I am out of sight, I'm going to cast a ritual. Okay. The name of this ritual is Tripwire. I quickly bend down, take a little bit of blood off my wounded foot onto the tip of my finger, inscribe a sigil onto the wall, put my intent into it. The trigger for Tripwire is her entering the alleyway. The illusionary scene that she will see upon activating that trigger is me sprinting out of the darkness past her, turning and going, as though I've doubled back to try and exploit her momentum and the inability of a horse to turn around in a narrow space. Okay. Do you have any skills? I also have the ritual skill. Would you believe it? I wouldn't, because it's a very useful skill to have. <laughs> so, I'm sitting at one light, one dark. Okay. Is there a devil's bargain coming my way from any sources? You lose your pencil. Not the book, but the pencil. That, that doesn't have any, like, mechanical bearing that it just make me upset. <laughs> uh, mine, mine was going to be the opposite. Uh, you, you, you can have a devil's bargain, but you realize you dropped your book in the pit. Oh, I refuse to lose the book. God, I'll pick up another writing utensil somewhere in the palace. I will not lose the book. Book's important to me. Oh, I'll lose the pencil for now. Okay. have to pick something off of somebody later. Please, oh please, something better than all snakes. Okay. A five. Succeed, but with a complication. Okay. You know, I already know how you succeed, so you decide the complication. Hmm... Macero is being chased by dogs, right? Yeah, we'll get to him in a sec. Yeah, 
I'm, I'm trying to keep up with him. I'm also actively bleeding. I'm leaving a scent trail for any animals that can follow that. So I'm going to resolve him later so you're about... I mean, you've, you've left it two minutes waiting still and he had a good minute head start as you set in the road so he's about three minutes ahead of you at this point running away from dogs okay so I, I don't think it would be a case that you could necessarily catch up with him alright alright in keeping with me bleeding and not having time to staunch the bleeding I'm going to lose enough blood that I'm going to be a bit woozy Okay. Yep, I'll allow that. I'll play that out. I'll let that affect my decision-makings going forward. In that case, then, what happens is, as she wished, she makes the decision to lead her horse down the alleyway, figuring that she can just follow the trail of blood. The illusion plays off, and you see her pass you for a second in order to turn her horse around to the next crossroads then she charges around and has her horse leap the tiger pit to follow your illusion towards the palace. Masaro you've been very patient, dogs are chasing you. Yeah the entire time I am trying to correctly find the right verbal command and gesture to make them heal which I mean, I have a skill called commands. I can try and roll to command dogs, I would imagine. Uh, you can. I would let you roll to try and give the dogs commands. This is definitely risky. Yes. The consequence of failure is that the dogs would... They wouldn't kill you, but they would certainly... Be, they would catch up and... They, they, would, they would catch you and do their best to lock you down while waiting for their mistress. All right. Here it goes, unless somebody wants to offer me a devil's bargain. I have a suggestion. It relates to secrets you may not want to get out. And therefore, I will try and remember what the whisper command is. I'll take that. Okay. It's fine. So that's going to happen regardless, but you get two light dice and a dark dice. Yes. Alright. Oh, shit. Okay. That's twos across the board. Hold on. Hold on. I want to see if it's... If the dice can be the same or if they specifically have to be lower. In the event of a tie between light and dark, dark is considered higher. Damn it. Okay. Well, that's a failure and things get worse. Okay. See, I can't have you mark a condition because you haven't added more ruin. In which case... Yeah, the, the, the dogs catch you fairly quickly and basically body check you so you fall over and then they'll allow you to sit on the ground or lie on the ground. They growl menacingly when you if you attempt to stand and also one of them is sitting on your legs. Um, it's quite heavy. As the dogs bring you down, your overcoat rips and a noble insignia, the Edelweiss, can be seen on your shirt. 
Yes. So I, I would imagine I just sit there in this position until Vero comes and finds me. Okay. Now that's the question. Who's going to find you first? Vero, I'm going to have you catch up first. Hmm. But you can hear okay. the bugle. <sighs> Are we out in the open at this point? You're on a path with sort of grassy plains. There's a few smaller buildings from side to side, but you're getting relatively close to the gates. Uh, the main castle gates, I mean. Um, and here's a question for you both. Vera, you know that the Huntswoman seemed like she wouldn't enter the palace. And that's made you think. Why would you fear the royal palace more than the Huntswoman? Oh, simple. The Huntswoman will shoot you and then you're dead. People with real power. Oh, they can make it hurt in all sorts of ways for far longer. Okay. That's honestly also the answer I was going to give. The Huntswoman, she'll just kill us. The people inside, they'll kill us, but they'll make it last a very, very long time first. Okay. Vero then, or both of you actually, so the dogs are pinning Masaro, but their attention is all on Masaro. Okay. How are you going to get out of this? How are you going to escape? To be clear, in terms of mechanics, the dogs are not considered monsters. Right. To be clear, in terms of mechanics, I am not considered a fighter. <laughs> I have an idea, though. I'm going to make eye contact with... Macero. I mime... Whistling. I point at the dogs, swirl my finger like they turn around, and then I point at you, and I cover my eyes to indicate hiding. Ah, uh, yes. The plan I am attempting to concoct is both of us are going to use the magics that we have displayed so far. I will create an illusion that will be triggered by the dogs turning to look at me, and then Macero will hide us. Yes, that that was what I was thinking you were going for anyway. Okay. In line with the game mechanics then, one of you will be making the risk roll and one of you will be making the help roll. Okay. I'll do the help roll. You bitch. Okay. <laughs> so okay. let me go ahead and roll that d6 for you. I have a five in my pool now. Okay. There is risk, plus you're using a ritual, so there is a dark die. You've mm -hmm. displayed the ritual skill, so there is a luck die for the skill. The consequence of failure is that the Huntswoman is going to catch up to you. 
You're not going to be able to distract the dogs, and the Huntsworn will be in vision. Yeah. All right. Oh, okay. thank goodness you did not roll okay. five, so I don't... Yeah, crazy. Don't... That's five. Okay, you, you succeed at a cost. Thank you, Macero. Excellently done. Some kind of complication. The complication is that you are hidden for now, but you are still trailing blood. So the second you move from your spot, one of the parties hunting you is going to be able to pick up your trail. Got it. As soon as Shroud drops. So you are going to need a plan to either lose your hunters or more likely get to the castle quickly. It is now within running distance. So to describe our success despite this, Masera, first time you've seen me do this, I did it just a moment ago and you weren't there for it. I dip down, get a little bit of blood on my finger and seem to inscribe something in the ground. I watch you as you queue up your component. Which is what, again? Oh, um, I mean, I don't think I described a component. Um, we'll say that there's a um, subtle flexing in my fingers that gets it ready. Right. And then I put my fingers in my mouth. The loud, attention-getting two-note whistle. Dogs turn around. That triggers the illusion. The two of us disappear, and they see us running off to the side. And then, Macero. Once again, you and I start turning more transparent. I appear in completely invisible to you. You appear about 10% opaque to yourself, and uh, the opposite is true for me. I wait... For the dogs to get far enough away. Is the Huntswoman approaching? Can I see her? Can I hear her? You can see her. She's kind of circling the area. She knows you're... She knows you haven't reached the palace yet. And she's not guarding the gate because that's not sporting, but she is definitely circling an area, keeping the gate and the drawbridge in sight. Is the drawbridge down? The drawbridge is down. Thank goodness. Okay. So, um... Which one of us is farther from the gate? Uh, because the dogs ran off, you're both about the same. You're slightly further away because you were coming from the village, but you're both broadly the same distance away. Alright. Um, to clarify, Shroud removes all senses. I couldn't hear you move, right? Correct. Yes. Okay. Well, I'm not going to uh, let you go first. I wait until I feel the dogs are a safe distance away, and then as best I can, I just dead sprint. I mean, I guess I'm going to have to dead sprint with you. Emphasis on dead. <laughs> okay. 
So it sounds to me, and correct me if I'm wrong, it sounds to me like you're opposing one another to try and be the first there. There's a little bit of an element, at least for me, of you don't have to outrun the bear. You just have to not be the slowest person who is trying. You have to outrun one other person. Which is why I break first. Okay. So this is definitely a contest roll then. Mm-hmm. Could be. We agree what's at stake. It sounds like the loser here... I mean, it's more up to you two than me, but it sounds to me like the loser here is going to be the one making the risk roll to get away from the dogs and Hunter. Yeah, sounds about right. The loser gets an additional roll. In that case then, each competing player gathers dice. You get one light die if if the contest is something you are skilled at either because of your occupation or background. I'm not going to say it out loud, but DM, if you could look at my character sheet and see the skill associated with my background, I think you'll agree that I have something. Yes, you have. You get a dice for that. I I can't make an argument for any of these. Okay, in that case, yeah, you are at a disadvantage on the uh, occupation front. But I think I have more ruin. Uh, well, I'll figure out how many, how much ruin we get now because that's part of it. That's how many. Yep, one light die per ruin. I get four. I ain't telling you shit, brother. I'll find out. It's soon enough. The fuck? Yeah, I'm sure. I'm not making it easier for you. Okay, one dark die if the contest itself is inherently da- deadly or dangerous. It is. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, here's the interesting part. How many dark die are you willing to risk on this? Because each one that rolls a one, you're getting a ruin. I'm not risking any. Not not yet. I'll take one more dark die. Okay, in that case then, roll. Well, you have more fives, so you win. Vera gets there first. Okay, and then in terms of dark, neither of you got any ones, so that's all fine. Both of my fives are on my dark dice. Hell yeah. Yeah, you fucking crazy. Um, okay, Colin, in that case then, you need to... You see um, Vero somehow storm... Presumably due to the head start, presumably due to the abject fear, Vero manages to get to the threshold of the gate and onto the drawbridge. However, the sound of your contest has not gone unnoted, and the... Huntswoman and her dogs are in hot pursuit of you. I want to find something heavy nearby. I don't care what. I just want to find something heavy. Does it need to be loose or? Uh, it needs to be able for me to be able to grab, yes. Near the uh, wall surrounding the moat outside of where the drawbridge is, there's kind of a rockery. Can I find a large boulder the size of a small boulder? <laughs> you can find a no, only a small boulder the size of a large boulder. Uh, well, that'll work. I guess that, I guess that'll work. I'm gonna cast feather on it. 
and then I'm going to throw it at the horse, and then I'm going to dispel Feather right as it gets into the arc, so that way the rock hits the horse with its full force and full density. Okay. This is, again... This is a ritual. A, it's, yes, it's a risk roll. The consequence of failure is you will get to the bridge, but you will also... You will take a crossbow bolt to the arm, your dominant arm. Okay. Yeah. Anybody want to offer me a devil's bargain? Um. You can also help if you want. Yeah. You know, yeah, yesterday's enemy is today's friend. Yeah. I don't know how I could help, though. I don't think I... I am out of breath, I'm hurting, and I've lost enough blood that I am... My vision might be a little bit blurry. I don't think I could help here. I will offer a bargain unless it overlaps with the one that I made earlier. If the somatic material or verbal component to this spell is different from the formerly magical clasp that I saw before, I would like to know what it is. Okay. Yeah, I'll take that. Okay. All right, let's hope Don't I get up. a good number on the brighter dice. I do. Excellent. That's a six. You succeed. So well I chant a small chant and then run my hands around the boulder. Then you just see me like pick it up like it was nothing. And then I just throw it. And then at some point I just say, Nix. And it suddenly just starts moving like a boulder should and crashes directly into the Huntress's uh, horse. And then I make a run for it across the bridge while she's still trying to recover. Okay. As you look back at her in fear as you run, you see as the horse is hit, she is launched from her saddle. She rolls. One of her arms falls off. One of her legs falls off. And she shakes her crossbow impotently at you, screaming, You think you're safe now? You'll find that what's in there is a lot worse than what's out here. Okay, you have crossed the drawbridge and you are in front of the main, of the gates to the palace itself. When you come up, I am bent over i got my hands on my knees i am breathing hard but as i am my can i head is sorry sorry may i interject because the next bit actually may help you a bit further you flee inside the the palace and shut the main doors behind you and as your eyes accustomed to the light of the torches you notice you were in a grand hallway. There are passages leading to the left and right of the hallway and a grand double staircase is like in the Resident Evil mansion. I'm sure you can figure it out. Mm -hmm. um, one of those leading upstairs and a grand tapestry is hanging down from the center of the stairs. In the center of the tapestry is a grand coat of arms Beneath the coat of arms are smaller symbols. And one of those symbols is the same Edelweiss that's on the shirt and the clasp. 
<laughs> so the whole way in I've been muttering to myself as I've been catching my breath and now that we have a moment to stop and I fully have my voice gets a little bit louder and you realize I've been singing the incantation you recited outside to myself the entire time, like I'm trying to commit it to memory. Okay. It's a very good trick there, friend. You learned that one from the same mysterious nowhere? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I learned that from the same place. Well, I am... Scarcely standing at this point. I need to find a quiet place to tie my foot up and ideally the kitchen to recover myself. Yeah, yeah, that's a. Uh, seems like a good idea. As you look around the main hall, you finally begin to take it all in and you see lines around you, various display ornaments and family heirlooms, all of which thus far seem undisturbed. What small royal trinket do you pocket for yourself when no one is looking? Ooh. <laughs> a ring. No contest, it's a ring. Damn it, you took my fucking answer. I hate you. Pretty little blue jewel in the center. The band is a kind of silver that almost looks white. I am not so educated that I know the word platinum, but I know white silver is something special. A pair of cufflinks that are in the shape of the Royals family animal, which I will let you decide what it is. The royal family animal is an octopus. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so a pair of octopus cufflinks. Okay. Except Fetching. it doesn't now that you see it up close, it doesn't look quite like an octopus. Octopus is the closest word you can find to describe this the twisted tentacles, the eyes, the teeth. Okay, um... I'm looking for the kitchen. I need something to eat you to are. recover my blood, and I need a quiet place to take my shoe off and try and bandage my foot up, and also interrogate my companion about his uh, symbology. You are, but I think first, yeah, the, the game design requires cruelty on my part, and you have undergone some physical harm. I'd like you to make a ruin roll. Yeah, all right. That is higher than my ruin. Excellent. Roll for a condition. One, five. Oh, one you've been kind of semi-doing already. 
Hmm. You obsess over finding flaws in others and comment on the flaws you encounter. <laughs> Critical little cunt. Got it. Yeah, that's my word, you're not allowed. You follow the hall, the left hall, down to where you think the kitchen might be. Um, and... Yeah, you find a kitchen. Everything looks quite clean. And unused. That's good. I mean that whatever rags I find will be clean. I will locate, I don't know, a towel, cleaning rag, something. Shuffle off my boot. Take the sock off as well. And... <laughs> well, I, I don't have sewing supplies, so I can't stitch the hole shut, but I can at least bind it. As I am doing so, I'm going to ask... So there, friend... Can't help but notice. You say you're from a good ways south of here. But on your vest and on your hip, you are wearing the same sort of crest we saw back outside. To be fair, it is one of the lesser crests. I shake my head in denial. Regardless, it's up there. Have allegiance to this place? Have you been here before? Family ties? I've never been here before. I'm not that important, but um, there are some minor ties that I used to have. Emphasis on used to. A darn shame, a darn shame, could not then rely on you to lead the way. Oh, if you are connected here, you maybe should have tried to learn something about the place if you were intending to find your way. By the time I had thought of it, the opportunity had passed. Well, perhaps in the future you might use your time a bit better. Reach into my back pocket, pull out my little book, fumble, fuss. Oh, <sighs> lost it in the pit. Hmm. Put it Seems away. Seems like instead of criticizing me, you should pay attention to your own items. <sighs> Anybody could find a pen anywhere. You had the opportunity for intelligence. Cinch the wrap. Pull my sock and shoe back on. Real as I stand up from the head rush. Ooh. I need some food going to start picking about for something to eat. Despite everything appearing relatively unused, the larder is well stocked. Excellent. Um, 
Prioritizing meat. Meat's good for blood loss. Yep, the salted meats. If there's any wine, I'll find a bowl, fill it with wine, put the put a chunk of meat in there to desalinate it just for a moment. I don't believe I'm going to have hours to prepare a proper meal, but... There's no wine. The wine would be in the wine cellar. <sighs> any kind of liquid I can find around here. Just trying to think what age period. You can... There wouldn't be taps. You can see a well. There's a small well outside. With a oh, door leading to it. I'm not going outside. That's... That's a trap. I'm not fool enough In to that do case, that. then, indoors, the only liquids are kind of cooking oils. Yeah, or milk right. or cream. Oh, Absolutely. I'll have a milk steak. See if I won't. <laughs> you know, milk steak. Okay. Just put the meat in a bowl of milk. Leave it there for a moment. Look around. Look. Macero up and down. Oh. <sighs> Really need to find you a replacement cloak there. Looks awful on you, all torn up like that. The whole time, I am just <laughs> wearing... Plastic doesn't exist in this world, but if it did, you would have the phrase plastic smile to reference. It's not going to matter too much at the moment, but I suppose you're right. Find a piece of cutlery so I'm not eating with my hands like a lunatic. I will... I don't know, you're making milk steak. <laughs> so. I will scarf down a chunk of meat. The meat tastes unusual. Oh, don't tell me that. I mean, like, it's, it's not... Like, you can get over just about the taste of the milk, although the milk has seen slightly better days. You, you feel it might be getting to the point where it's on the turn. Yeah. Uh, but the meat itself... Not like any other meat you've had before. Hmm. Does it taste like ham, but a little stringier? Is it sweet? Yes. Tastes curiously like pork, but not quite. Hmm. Mm. That seems to be a running theme in all of these incursions. Wonder if they. Hmm. No, that was mostly salt. They wouldn't have desiccated it in sugar, I don't think. It certainly tastes salty enough. Hmm. Should try a piece. Expand your palate a little. Big old bite and rip. Chew it up. Swallow it down. Let's put it this way. I have become much less picky since the incident. I'm still too picky for that, I think. Hmm. Flaw in your raising. Parents should have taught you better. More like a flaw in your skills as a chef, but... 
potato potato, I suppose. Are you expecting meat and potatoes, sir? Because I am here to uh, acquire great things, not cook you a feast. You should maybe consider getting over yourself. Well, I think we are in agreement that one should get over themselves, I suppose. Hmm. I'll just leave the bowl of salty milk and the fork that I used out and make my way back to the entry hall. Keep up, good sir, keep up. No idea what's in here. Should not be split up if we can help it. You remember what happened last time? You figure, as treasure hunters, the greatest treasure will be in the throne room. Oh, of course, of course. And you figure the throne room's likely upstairs. Downstairs is where the work gets done. I will make a grand and overly bombastic flourish, and I say, well, since you seem to be so capable in everything, you go ahead and lead the way, good sir. Quick question. How fit is Macero? Pretty fit. Ha. I am visibly not pretty fit, so... I cock an eyebrow at you. I will start up the stairs, but I will... mutter just loudly enough that I am sure you hear it. <laughs> Leaving the weak, the wounded, and frail to lead the way. What a wise and noble gentleman. I'm just gonna keep all this in mind. go upstairs and through a set of double doors. The grand hallway gives way to a gallery draped in rich velvet tapestry and exquisite paintings in gilded frames. Each painting captures the perfect image of a lifelike magpie. As you look at them, the magpies begin fluttering invitingly. Hmm. Yeah, sure, I'll go ahead and get closer to the magpies. I will take this opportunity to allow him to get ahead of me. Okay. Yeah, you, you approach one of the paintings. We are bound to these paintings by secrets, secrets. Would you hear our secret? Would you hear my secret? That I may fly again? I'll make a slight glance back at my traveling companion and I will say, as long as you don't tell him, 
each of us has one secret that we will only tell one person. What's your secret? They covered it up, you know. The true reason for the war. The war that took so many lives. After he says that, you see the painting is blank and flying around the room is a magpie. He flies around and then lands on your shoulder. Oh. Did you make a friend there, friend? I think I did. And I'm going to move to the next painting before Vero can. I can tell you the reason for the war. What is it? It was simple. Too many people in the country. A war designed to kill the peasantry in order to ensure that there were less mouths to feed. That way, the royals could continue living in the lifestyle that they wanted. More mouths, only so many farms. Now I am free. And the magpie flies out of a skylight that you hadn't noticed until now. Come on, I need you to make a ruin roll. <laughs> oh, that's higher than my current ruin. That is the auto fail number <laughs> at six. Yeah, it does mean interesting things can happen now. Colin, 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 you've picked possibly the worst one for this room. <laughs> oh, good. I love hearing that. Love to hear that. You feel the urge to collect shiny gossip. <laughs> <laughs> it's you. You are the magpie. I immediately run over to the third painting. <laughs> I'm like, tell me your secrets. No, I'm, I'll do that. I, go, I immediately well, go over to the... um. What happens first is you hear a voice in the room, from the room itself. This room does more than tell you the secrets. This room can keep your secrets. Both of you, which secrets would you rather have the magpies keep? <laughs> that I'm coming back. That she's not nearly as rid of me as she thinks she is. Okay. That I know, despite all his posturing, my father is more like me than he cares to admit. As you two think these secrets, the room appears to warp and blur before your eyes. And once it settles again, had you been counting you would notice that there was two more paintings of magpies in the room. You do not know which magpies are yours. However, the other thing you hear is an audible click from the other side of the room, the door at the other side of the room. Oh, look at that. Why am I not surprised that they have things like this here? <laughs> I'm just walking down the room, placidly, hands folded behind my back. I am 
singing the incantation to myself. I've turned it into a, a proper little wilting song. As I come up behind Macero as he stares at paintings. The, the magpie in the painting next to him flutters invitingly at you. <laughs> it wants you to talk to it. Just walking up. I remember I am presently short a writing instrument. I break my little song as I am passing behind him, mutter to myself. I could get my own little bird friend and take a feather. There's a thought. I will begin approaching the painting. Okay. I'm, I'm keeping an eye on you. Again, the birds are speaking into your head, so although I'm saying the gossip out loud, you don't know that bit of gossip that just happened. Mm-hmm. Are you going to ask the bird for a secret? It's offering you one. I will march right up to the painting and say out loud, Hello, little bird. Would you like to be my friend? Would you like to hear my secret? Are you going to come out and be my little friend? If you let me free, if you release me. Since Vera is talking out loud, I am going to have Masero try to uh, interject somehow. I'm going to try and do a contest roll. Well, probably a contest roll. I doubt that um, Vera will want to do anything I say. But um, I will say, come now, we shouldn't really lollygag. We are... We'll get caught by the guards eventually if we just stay, stick around in one place for too long. Let's investigate that click we heard earlier. I will continue approaching the painting, and I will say, I'm making a friend here, sir. You're being very rude. You can go on ahead. Man of your stature belongs in the front. Okay. Contest roll, uh, then it sounds like. I have the skill persuasion. I have the skill commands. Alrighty. One skill each. Yep. My ruin count is four. Uh, Collins is five. My mine is five, yeah. We know this. This is not risky. I mean, you will have to make a ruin roll as a consequence of getting a secret, uh, as you know, out of character, but... Can I... This clarify on that real quick because you had him get make a ruin roll after the second secret I think because I got the complete secret because the first time was just a teaser the second time was the actual secret I don't have to be consistent <laughs> <laughs> there's also that I gave, I gave you an out Nantab. I gave you an out I gave you an excuse and you just threw it back in my face Fuck yeah you. I'll do that this is a horror game <laughs> I'm gonna be a dick so yeah, there's no inherent risk, so any dark die you add to this is going to be your own. I'm not adding any. Yeah, same. I, I can't afford more ruin. Okay, so uh, six light versus five light then. Yeah. I got ah, You win. Yeah. Congrats. Colin wins. You walk away. It's more that, um... Insist. Instead insist of walking louder. away, it's... Yeah, my, my insistence is louder. Uh, you say that, and I say, look, we really do not have the time, so you will buckle your chin up, you will 
do as I say, and you'll do it with a smile on your face, or are you really so inept that you can't follow simple orders? Following simple orders? My good sir, you have much to learn. But fine, fine, I'm not willing to come to blows about this. After you. Sure, I'll get in front of you and I will lead the way down. Okay. As you approach the double doors to exit the room, the whispering in your head gets louder. The, the magpies are no longer just fluttering. They are whispering in your heads. No, do not leave. We have secrets. Release us. Release us. Release us. We have knowledge. What knowledge do you hope to gain as you delve deeper into the palace? Hmm. What at the critical moment she will not be able to resist putting in her mouth. How to be welcomed back into the family. No longer be disinherited. Okay. As you get closer to the door, the whispers get more specific. We can tell you what the other one thinks of you. We can tell you what she would in her mouth we can say how you can be part of the family again we can tell you about the king about the princess about the countess we can tell you just release us let us go hmm yeah I'll actually come to a stop and regard the closest painting thoughtfully My companion is in front of me. Maybe he doesn't hear me stop walking on the doubtless plush carpet we are walking on. Maybe I have a moment to turn my head. Okay. I'm going to ignore the paintings. And I'm going to get about halfway up the steps. And I'm going to cast Shroud. We're not going up steps. We're in a straight hallway heading to double doors. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. You, get, you can cast Shroud as you get close to the door. Sure. No, no, no. I, 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 the thing I was planning specifically required bodily harm on my traveling companion in the lethal manner. And uh, that... Uh, the paintings look pretty heavy. True. I'll go further up and while he is distracted by one of the paintings, I will cast Shroud. Okay, noted. We'll resolve that in a minute then. Yes. Um, all right, Vero, you approach a painting. I will ask it directly. Remembering that my companion would not want me doing this, I will keep my voice low. Anything you can tell me about her or where in this building the invitation is. I'd be very grateful, little friend. Will you hear my secret as well as that secret? Certainly sounds fair to me. Okay, roll two dice. Alrighty. One, six. So the birds 
whispers in your head. In the royal chambers, an hourglass containing something special. There is no invitation required for what you seek to do. You merely need to find it. And the bird is on your shoulder. Masaro, you would see the bird or possibly hear the fluttering of the wings. Okay. At this point. At this point, I don't care if he knows. I turn back towards the double door, reach up, scratch, scratch under the bird's chin, and then reach up and around to its wing and pluck a feather off. One of the bigger ones. You have a feather. Ouch. <laughs> Sorry about that. I lost my pencil earlier. Desperate need of a new writing tool. Just need to find some ink. Would you hear my second secret in exchange for the other piece of information you seek? Oh. No. No. I, uh, as I'm walking up, I'll say, Oh, little friend, I... You must allow me some fun when the time comes. If I don't feel like I've truly earned it in the moment, it's all going to be hollow. Bird looks as annoyed as a bird can look, and it takes to the air. And at this point... This is specifically a reduction roll, so... Yeah. Not a contested roll. Yeah, so here's, here's how it... I think how this is supposed to work is you make the reduction roll and then... I think you have to roll to do the ritual first. Yeah. Yeah, I think this is going to be a risk roll. Yeah. To see if you can do the... Risk roll to perform the ritual. Assuming it's successful, you then get a shot at a reduction roll. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm not taking any devil's bargains that anybody offers me. Don't even bother. <laughs> okay. So one and one then. Yep. Hey, it works. You succeed. Very good. So you are successfully shrouded. And then when they... You do walk- have to remain motionless, though, which... Yes. It's interesting if you intend to topple a painting on me. I mean, I can just stand next to the painting with well, my hand. I think that how this will work is because the reduction role is basically for Vera to know whether you've betrayed him or not. I think either way, Vera's about to have to make a risk roll. Yeah. I roll a light die, and if I roll yeah. less than my current ruin, my betrayal goes unnoticed and I remove one and if I roll higher than my rune I can choose to still do it but uh, then I am noticed higher or tied I do higher or tied yes yeah. that is, that is yeah. correct so five, five or six it's your choice otherwise okay make the that is four so you go unnoticed Vero as you approach the door you notice a painting falling on you. Hmm. Okay. Well, I don't have magical telekinesis or anything, so it's just diving out of the way. Okay. Yeah, there, I mean, there's a consequence, so there's a dark die involved. Do you have mm-hmm. a skill? 
Um, only if you'll give me passion. Yes, okay, I'll give you this time. Thank you. I'll offer you a devil's bargain. I'll listen. Bird offers to intercept the painting, thus causing no harm to you or to anyone. However, it will tell you its secret and therefore be free. <laughs> Out of character with the known consequence that you'll be making a risk roll. Uh, so, roll. either I can choose to make a risk roll or I can choose to make a ruin roll is what you're giving me here. Yes. Understood. You know, I'm more interested in things developing between me and my fellow player than anything else. So I will reject the bargain. Okay, one and one then. Uh, risk roll, please. Yep. Oh dear. Oh so no. I succeed. You succeed. But my ruin goes up. Yes. Interesting. Are you at the fun number yet? I'm at the fun number now. <laughs> Let's uh figure out the condition first. Uh, this one's a bit dull, but we'll go with it. You suffer from a romantic longing and speak fondly of the good old days. Hmm. I will now pretend to come back and I'll go, oh my goodness, are you all right? <laughs> Slap at my shirt like there's dust on it. Perfectly fine. No thanks to you. What good is all that mass on you if you're not about to use it? Stick close, will you? Hey, uh, Masaro. Yeah. The magpie that Vera was talking to lands on your shoulder. I can tell you the secret your companion wants to hear. If you will listen to my secret. <laughs> uh, I just got rid of a ruin, though. <laughs> you know what? No, no. Yeah, let's... I'll just give a tiny little nod. She will only eat human fingers the hourglass contains five stolen centuries centuries the monarchy stole from the public in order to maintain their rule and the magpie vanishes rune roll yes it is just don't roll a four five or six yeah oh dear god what? You, did the... you had one job <laughs> All right, well. Look, we're keeping you where we want to be. Yeah, apparently. Okay, this one is this one's going to be fun. Uh, Wait, you are hold compelled on. to. Sorry, hold on, just a second. You roll higher than your current ruin. You mark one. Oh. Oh, well then. Then, in that case, nothing happens, which is a pity. All right, for me. That's also a little bit of a pity for me, but. Yeah. Okay, well, you've got two secrets anyway. You've got a lot of secrets. I do have a lot of secrets. As the bird hops over onto you, I make a, oh, kind of noise, and then it flies away. Safe travels, little friend. 
And then I put my hands behind my back and lean in a little teasingly. Did you learn anything interesting there, my good man? Nothing of interest to me, anyway. And I will smile and I will keep walking. What was the first half of the secret that I got? Which one? The bird's secret or your thing? The bird's secret. Special hourglass in the royal treasury, essentially. Oh. And then the thing that I learned was that there is no invitation? There is no invitation, you just have to find it. Oh, have to find the court? Or the, the festival? Yes, the festival. Okay. It's an, it's an indoor festival. Okay. Because you're not leaving the palace now. Oh, is it... Oh, is it here? Oh, that's news to me. Interesting. Interesting. You leave the gallery and see a series of rooms and from the room at the end of the corridor you hear music jolly music joyful music the other rooms no music you don't hear anything there are say three other rooms along the corridor other than the one spewing music and then at the far end of the corridor a final door shrouded in shadow the door of that room appears more ornate than the others oh what a lovely tune that hmm, might have heard that one Oh, was that, would that have been at the ball? Hmm. Oh, it's slightly off. Oh, but that was a night. It's a night to remember that one. I merge the music into the little ditty I've turned Macero's spell chant into. Give it a new meter work it in as I let him lead the way, follow behind him. Yeah, I figure as much. Singing just loud enough that you can hear it. I'm going to stop at the door where I can hear the music and try and like open it just a crack. Or is there a way to like peek in through a keyhole or something? You can. Would you like to? Yeah. I don't know if there's a skill that would help me here, though. Or would you need a skill to look through a keyhole? True. Yes, let's just go ahead and look through the keyhole, then. Okay. You can't see much, because have you ever actually looked through a keyhole? Not that great. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah. (laughs) But what you can see, you can see movement that appears to be dancing because you're by the door you can smell 
food. There's lights of various colours coming from various torches. It seems to be some kind of party. I look at Vero and I say, you know, there's probably better food in there if you're still hungry after that steak, we will call it, earlier. Probably better quality as well. Do you want to stop in here and have a bite? Oh, I'm feeling quite fit at the moment, thank you. If you would like to, lead the way, though. I'm right behind you. No, I think that's quite alright. I'm gonna start heading for the doors in the shadows. The, the things with nothing behind them don't really hold much of an interest to me. Or at least with no sounds coming from them don't hold much of an interest to me. Real quick, though, before you do. Uh, what's the fastener situation on this door? Is it a knob? Does it look like it'll just swing open if any pressure is yeah, applied? Yeah, it, it's just a doorknob. Okay. Um, so this is, this is going to be very obvious that I'm doing it, but I'm going to try and play it like I'm being genuine as a way. Okay to obfuscate my betrayal with the reduction roll here. Ah. Okay, so yes, going into that room would absolutely be in the interest of the palace. Yeah, I was trying. My original intention was to try and trick you to go in there to get the reduction anyway, so like, I, damn it. Yeah. Sorry, chum. I am a bit more insistent than you. Let's see how this roll works out. That is a two. Excellent. I go down to four. So here's here's what it looks like. You are crouched down like you were going to try and spy through. And I tell you, you know, go on if you want. And you say, no, no, that's quite all right. We should move on. And as you are still crouched down, I like step up, lean over you, turn the doorknob, press it open and say, oh, friend, live a little. And I bump you with a leg to push you through the door while staying outside myself. Okay, the second the door opens and one of you gets pushed through, a couple of party goers look at the open door, look at you and say, oh, my gosh, you look quaint. Come, come, it's time to party. And they sweep you in to the room and close the door behind them. Come, it's the festival. This room is huge, like you you can't quite get to grips with how big this room is, particularly based on the geometry of the palace that you saw from the outside. But it is large at one end of the room, it just the ceiling just ends. And you can see there's fireworks being set off, there's food stalls, there's games, and it, it looks like a jolly good time. Alright, no, I've got my eyes on the prize, and when they start trying to dance with me, I'm going to say, Do you have any idea who I am? Let go of me this instant and let me out of here. I have more important things to deal with than this festival. More important than the festival? The forbidden festival? Of the Countess? What rank are you, sir? My rank is of none of your concern. Now let me go. 
This is a risk roll. Yep. Uh, I was definitely going for commands. Uh, failure will mean that they regard you with some, quite a lot of suspicion. Okay, fair enough. I want this to have weight, so I want to ask my fellow player. I don't need details. Are you carrying anything physically that it would hurt to lose? Yeah, the Edelweiss thing. Okay. Whether or not you pull away, some of these nobles are a bit too handsy. One of them is going to get their hands on the bag with that clasp and will be removed from your body. Yeah, I'll take that. Um, I have an alternative. What are you going to propose? If you take my devil's bargain, you get your extra dice. However, the fact that you are wearing the Edelweiss will be noticed. Hmm. I'm going to take cats. Okay. So you're going to lose it. Yeah, I'm going to lose it. That would be very upsetting. Specifically, I want to be clear. One of them is going to get it. You are going to know that. Yeah. Once once I get out, I'll realize it and then... Or even before you get out. You can break off, get to the door, and then realize one of them is holding it. In fact, I'm going to modify the bargain and say that you will realize that before you exit the room. See that? Now it's the choice between uh, <laughs> Debs. <laughs> of course, you could just not take a devil's bargain at all. I could. That's true. Yeah, I'm not going to take it. Honestly, like... <laughs> Right. That's a success with the complication, at the very least. Then I will do how the success works, I feel. Okay. No, no, actually, I want the complication. Okay. So, what happens is they hear me speaking with that commanding voice, and oh, oh, I've. It's very obvious I've spoken with authority before. This is not someone who is pretending to be someone in charge. This is someone who is actually used to being in charge, and they just, like, back up and they let me go. Okay. Your words and tone have been noted by others in the room. Uh, I will just simply leave and head back out. You can't leave. It's a festival. You must at least partake of some food, perhaps a game. Someone else says. Who's not trying to dance with you? No, no, I really must be going. And I will just persistently move my way towards the door and get out. Which, I mean, it is a success, so I do get out, but... uh. Okay, you get out of that particular situation. Yeah. What door? Oh. Oh. Hmm. <sighs> Shit. Okay. You simply must partake of some food or a game. 
I see. I see. Yeah. Yeah, I'll go back and I'll look kind of strained and I'll go give me some food, please. It's a buffet. Have you never been to a gathering such as this before? It's a buffet. You get what you can grab. I will grab some food. I'm probably perfectly well aware that I'm not going to get out of here by like taking the smallest thing, eating like a bite of it and being like, oh look, I partook took in food. Hooray. Uh, so I will take a reasonable amount of food, or what I feel is a reasonable amount of food, and just start eating it. Oh. And wait for you to finish your plate and just say, full already? Yes, I'm afraid I ate before I came here. No, I really must oh. be going. There's so much. We simply must go to the vomitorium and make some room. <laughs> oh, fucking Christ, the vomitoriums. There's so much you haven't tried. I would, but I unfortunately have shot my gag reflex to hell, so there's nothing for me to be able to stick down there to force it back up. Yo, Colin. <laughs> <laughs> It, it would be simply rude to the Countess for you to leave without sampling all the flavors. Come, I'll show you the way. Uh, listen, I really must be going. Show me the way out of here now. Gonna be another risk roll. It is gonna be another risk roll. Unless anybody has a... Uh, same devil's bargain as before. They are going to notice your symbol. I will... No, they're not being handsy on this one, so I don't have anything to offer. Uh, I'm not going to take it then. I, I, I really need to get out of here. Well, shit. That's a ruin. That's a ruin. And a condition. Yeah. You grow a twisted tongue with venom to match. Okay. Well, if, if you insist, I suppose we could explain to the Countess that... Yes, I, f I think we will. I'm sorry. They scatter. Hmm. And now I look for the way out. Vero, it's the Forbidden Festival. Okay. Well. Didn't, um. I didn't think it would be here. I thought it would be elsewhere. I thought it would be another time. This is strange, unexpected, but nothing I can't work with. Half my task is done. Now for the hard part. Now for the fun part. I need to locate the host. Okay. I'm not going to make you roll for it. In a gathering like this, the host would be obvious, making sure that she's floating around, being introduced to the right people, and when she's not sort of in a position of prominence where people can see that she is there and that she is in charge of this party. 
Very good. That's step two. Now, step three. Going to stay back. Stay quiet. Watch. See what food and drink she is enjoying tonight. Okay. She seems to be eating whatever she's brought. Every now and again, she excuses herself for reasons we won't discuss. <laughs> Curiously, though, she does seem to have a habit of sniffing, almost like a dog, every item of food and drink she's given before. It's curious. She... She seems to be... You swear you don't see any chewing. Hmm. Okay. Well... Tragically, I do need to make sure that what I give her winds up fully in her digestive tract, so that means I am going to need to time this well, which means I am going to need to stay as unobserved, unnoticed as I can until as close to the end of the night as I can manage. So I am in waiting mode. Okay. I mean, would you like to ask someone how much longer the party's going on for? Yeah, that... That seems wise. Try to find somebody who isn't part of a large crowd. Confess a bit of embarrassment for an unfashionably late arrival and ask how far into the night's festivities we are. Are you new to one of these forbidden festivals? Oh, well, this in particular, yes. I've attended my fair share of other events of this nature, but not not one of the Lady Shimas in particular, no. Oh, um, well, any, uh, you, uh, you must have a word for your etiquette teach. It's a forbidden festival, the end of an era. The people, once again, are revolting, thinking that they can effect change. That they, that, that somehow overthrowing whatever they think is in charge will make their lives better. And we will simply party. And then eventually they will simmer down and we will emerge again. It's the same as has happened for a while. The party will last until then. I. Usually, a good one can last a couple of weeks. We are in the early days. They've only just breached the gate. Hmm. Oh, I see. I see. I suppose I should get comfortable. I should make some friends. Yes, and party. Enjoy the food, the games, the drink. There is so much to be had here. Live a little, live a little. Yes. Turn, walk away, mutter to myself. Well, shit. Okay. Have to time it right then. Make it the first thing she eats once she comes back. And with that, you notice that she is on the way to the vomitorium. The vomitorium isn't. Like, you'd think there'd be more discretion, but there really isn't. They don't give a shit. It's just part of the fun. 
Hmm. All right. Well, seems like the timing is perfect. If she is putting everything that is put in front of her in her mouth without much discernment, I will wander over to the buffet and all my supplies are not infinite, so drink seems simplest. What's there to drink? Anything you can imagine. Lovely, lovely. Something strong. Okay, you, you found a strong port. A kind that would be served in a great mug? I mean, not normally, but in this case, absolutely. Excellent, excellent. We'll find an empty mug, wander over to whatever, I don't know, barrel the port is stored in. We'll place the mug under the spigot. I will work the spigot with the hand not holding it, and as I do, I will pour the contents of a small clear bottle into the mug at the same time. Okay. Pocket the bottle and wait for her return. You don't wait long. Excellent. I make sure I catch her first. Time it exquisitely. Walk up to her. Wonderful Countess, you put on an amazing festival. Offer the mug to her. It's just so gracious of you to be here. Um, sorry, I didn't, didn't get your name. I usually recognize most of my guests. Has she, has she taken it as I place oh, my... Oh, she's taken it. Excellent. She's taken it. She's absolutely glugging it down. Excellent. I put one hand to my chest and affect offense and hurt. My lady, we've known each other for years. You and I. We plotted it all together. You getting this high up. Oh. oh, you must excuse me. I've had a few. Yes, yes, of course. Of course you've forgotten. Why wouldn't you have? Yes. Little person like me. Who better to take the blame? She looks at the mug and just says, tell me, what else is in this? Oh. The same thing you gave me before. Should be very familiar to you. Wait. I remember now. Did you really think something like that would affect me here of all places everyone 
It appears I've been fed poison. How absurd. But you must know, the thing about a forbidden festival is even your senses are entwined for what is truly in front of you is what is really forbidden. And she snaps her fingers and the illusion falls. You see the room is smaller than, than you thought. And what you thought were people are abominations, flesh, bones, meat, twisted, organisms, tentacles. People you thought were royal advisors, mummified with turbans larger than their heads, with prehensile bandages. The sycophants, animal-like in nature because they were animals. Nobility, inhuman. Well, it seems like we have intruders. Let's get them. Let's eat them. And then present the remains to our king. Masaro, the illusion has dropped for you also. The good news is the door is right there where it always was. Okay. The bad news is what I've just said. Yes. And they are coming for you both. Uh, I would like to get the fuck out of here. Same. And you leave the room and the corridor you were in to get here has changed. Labyrinthine corridors stretch, twisting and turning. You don't have long until they leave the room. What do you do? I would like to try and determine which ways seem more used. Like, there's less dust or less, like, cobwebs. Essentially, I want to try and, like, see which paths people walk down the most and hope that it is the people who live here and know where they're going making those paths. Okay. Do you have a skill? Elements. Okay. The risk is obvious. These are monsters. If they get to you, they will harm you. They may even kill you. Vero, will you be helping? So here's the trick. I can help, but it would involve the use of a ritual. How do we want to resolve that? did something like that earlier. Um, that was for getting ruined. Oh, no, actually, that was... That was yeah. a risk roll yeah, as well. I think roll. we'll keep it the same way in that I think it's just the other way around we're doing it this time. Okay, so how does it go? You're helping Masaro's making the roll. Okay. I suppose what I'll say is if it's a failed roll, you're going to have to make a risk roll of your own to try and at least run because of the potential consequence. So, in the fiction, the way that my help starts is as we begin to flee together, 
I presume. Mm-hmm. My good man, I don't suppose you're carrying anything sharp on you. Please. I've got a knife. Anything. Anything. I, I'll hand you the knife. Take the knife. I will cut small slit in my palm, hand the knife back over, reach onto my hip, remove my small book, flip, flip, flip through all the way to the back where maybe you see it, maybe you don't, considering the hurry we're in. The last few pages all have a symbol pre-drawn on them. I tear the page out, put it back on my hip, smear the back of this talisman with blood and slap it on the wall as we are running. I explain nothing about this process. I just do it. And here is the assist attempt. Six. A two. Okay. Not great. No. All right. Well, then let's roll mine. Three. Although I could risk a re... I'm going to risk a re-roll on this. Yep. Okay. Probably should. Three's a failure. Yeah. Well, the highest one is a dark, but also it is a success now. It is not above my current ruin, though. Yep. That's the important thing. Okay. So you run. You're chased for... Seems like hours, but lasts only minutes. We do get a little bit of leeway as when the abominations meet the part of the maze that has the talisman, they bounce off of empty space. They beat against it. The talisman falls to ashes in less than a minute. But those precious seconds, we get ahead. And in those precious seconds, Masaro's keen eyes spot what appears to be a passageway, a hidden wall, and grabbing you by the arm unless he chooses to betray you at this particular moment. I helped. You did help. I, I, at, at this point, I'm not thinking about fucking someone over. I'm going to concern just getting us both there alive. Uh, I will grab his arm and pull him towards the secret passage. Okay, and the wall revolves, and you can both feel yourself sliding in pitch black. At the bottom of the chute, you tumble through another wall, and you can see yourself in quite opulent chambers. But first, each of you, while you're running, you could swear one of the horrors got to you, but you see no wound. How do you explain this? Obviously, I just imagined it. It's just a trick of my imagination, the adrenaline. I felt something that didn't actually happen. Of course they didn't get me, otherwise there'd be a wound. Mm -hmm. Okay. Do you remember all your conditions, though? Yes, I do. <laughs> okay. That's fine. Um, Vera, then. I was standing right next to her, it, when the veil dropped. I had to turn around, take my eyes off her, 
happy, feeling the phantom caress of whatever she might have touched the back of my neck with. Hmm. Vero, in the heat of the moment, you didn't really have time to process it, but questions roll through your mind. You saw her drink the poison, and then you saw what she became. Had she been like that the whole time? Was she embedded in your country's system? Was she always like that? She nearly killed you. And as these questions race through your mind, you make an effort to avoid snapping. Roll a ruin roll, please. That is a one. That is a one, you succeed. Excellent. I don't lose my mind to it, but as we exit the shoot, I just, the rage has me right up on my feet and I, I don't take in any of my surroundings at first. I pace about near the chute. Just that fucking conniving animal. Of course, of course. It was too easy, too easy to get access to her like this. Of course she was here. Should have known better than to try it now. Should have waited till I got back home until whatever this was was done oh oh but now I know now I know what you are and you're not rid of me yet oh it's not just going to be poison next time next time I will run you through a thousand times and I will drag you back before the court and I will show them and they will understand of course of course, a trusting man like me would have fallen to the influence of a thing like that, and they'll put me back where I belong. One last paranoid thought goes through your head. How many more are there in your kingdom? Meanwhile, my own paranoia has had me hear all this, and I kind of come to the conclusion that obviously she, whoever she is, is hurting me to get to Vera. She is the source of everything that's bad, but if I were to bring her Vero, maybe that might help. I don't say any of this out loud. I just sit there and I think while Vera rants. Eventually, Vera calms down and you take a look around the room and you realize how opulent this bedroom is. There are treasures as far as the eye can see. The wealth in this room has almost anything you could possibly imagine. In terms of furnishings, the large four-poster bed with curtains to keep out any unwanted sunlight, 
the desk made from trees that you could swear no longer exist, and sat on a chair in a large gown, an almost lifelike mannequin, fair skin, golden hair, and a little crown, and a large pink dress. Take it all in. Turn round to Macero. Offer a hand. Thank you for the knife. It's a close call. I don't shake it. I just look at. Oh, I, I just. You had said you were like sitting or squatting. It was to pull you up. Uh, yeah. No, I still don't take it. I uh, I stand up on my own. And go squank my mouth to the side. Yes, well, seems like we're coming towards the end of it all. Mm. I believe. <sighs> well, my dear friend. I don't think I would have escaped there without you, so at this point, I am at your service. I just need to get out of this place. Oh, 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 the bedchamber, yes. Um, there is maybe one thing left here that I would like to examine, but other than that, my business is concluded for now. Very well. What in this room would you say is worth more than your life? There are treasures as far as the eye can see. It's a simple thing, but it is beautiful. It is a crystal ball, so clear and so flawless that it is almost invisible you have to squint to see the edges of this thing and even then you can barely just make out the edges nothing inside nothing no blemishes nothing depends on who you ask if you ask me nothing if you would ask anybody else anything and I know it interesting as you two talk among yourselves and as Masaru makes for the crystal ball you suddenly hear a voice you know it's quite rude of you to ignore the princess now turn around and introduce yourselves at once. I just had a noble woman turn into a monster in front of me. I... Start looking for an exit. Now come, let us talk. I'll turn around and I will bow and I will say, My liege. Someone who knows their place. Excellent. 
can work with this. It's just been a while since I've had visitors here. I can offer you whatever you'd like, but my father, he has grown weak. All these years on the throne, he is weak and he is corrupt. I have two questions for you, Masaru and Vero. First up, how does the princess attempt to convince each of you to support her against the king? And then, which words muttered by her resonate with you the most? She offers me the opportunity to welcome back into my family. She tells me that she will personally talk to my father and get him to reinstate my name and title and all that. And then parts that resonate with me the most is she promises that the other one won't get a chance to let out what he knows. Yes. You know, it doesn't really matter what you are, as, as long as you serve the kingdom faithfully is what I think. For me, and I'm doing my best to ignore her. The exit's behind her. Hmm, I see. If she does talk at me, knowing things, then promises that would appeal to me. Since poison doesn't work, there must be some kind of weapon. Something has to work on her. And if she were to say anything about culpability, or restoration. Those words would do something for me. You know, do you really think that my father has no way of culling wayward branches of the family? I'm sure if you help me to claim my place on the throne, a means of dealing with someone as insignificant as her won't be impossible to hand over. Furthermore, I'm sure we could at least even find records of how deep our family's influence in your kingdom goes. I'm sure it is somewhat deep, it usually is. As I'm turning the words over in my head, is there an hourglass in the room? No. Are these not the royal bedchambers? Or do I have to go this find the king for that? Uh, the king has the royal treasury where all the deep stuff is. I'm remembering the magpie that told me there was an hourglass in the royal bedchambers. I'm looking for that. 
Uh, the Royal Treasury. Oh, was it? Oh, never mind. Yeah. Well, if that's the case, if it's not here, then all I have left to do is accept or decline. And unfortunately, the way she has phrased it is exactly the wrong way to earn my allegiance. And unfortunately for me, the way she has worded it has caught my attention. So I will look past her at the door and tempting offer, my lady, but I'm quite certain I've overstayed my welcome at this point. I think it would be best for all involved if I simply left. Not even gonna wait for her permission. Gonna see if I can walk around her to the door or out of here. Okay, so the second she feels that you're not going to say yes, she moves like jelly. I see how it is. You wish to She moves impossibly fast. A flat millipede with extremities of teeth and broken bone. As she sloughs her dress, she is a living patchwork blanket of skin, eyes, silk. You see various faces on her body. It is as though every princess has been incorporated into this one. And she moves towards you. Yep. I am going to use my words and I'm going to use them on Macero. Okay. As the transformation is occurring, as she is rearing up going to shout over at him. You can't honestly be thinking about it. Look, they turned into that. She's turning into this. You can't trust any of them. None of their offers are good. They don't care about you. They don't care what you want. They will use you until they are done with you. This is what they are. We have to leave. resist this because I'm just going to break for the door. The door that was behind her. <laughs> I'm hoping to get you I, out of character. I'm pretty sure you're at five ruin. In character, ruin is not a mechanic I'm aware of. I'm trying to get you to use your Heidi powers to throw her off of us, make enough room that we could get to the door. Yeah, I Colin 
What I would say is, at this point, you're going to have to pick a side. Oh, I know the side I've already picked. Okay. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm siding with her. I'm siding with you're the siding princess. With her. Yeah, no. Fuck it. I'm gone. Bye. Why? <laughs> Literal <laughs> monsters. Okay, in that case, then. Um, I mean, this can't be a contested role because... There's no way I can win. Yeah, you're not competing with one another. So my cries fall on deaf ears and I have to figure out something else. Yeah, you're taking a risk roll. Okay, well, let me figure out what... It's... I suppose it'll be obvious that you're not listening or you don't care or you don't believe me. I have to figure yeah. out something else. Colin, for the sake of game mechanics, are you giving yourself to the forest at this point? I think so, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. All of you nobles are fucking parasites and animals. Okay. How do I get out of here? It's not persuasion. I don't think it's passion. Hmm. Like literally, what what are your skills? I will, I'll, I out of character will help you out. <laughs> I'll say them out loud now that I've got no reason to hide it anymore. My skills are passion, persuasion, rituals, and the one from my background is betrayal. Hmm. I. God, you've betrayed me, so I don't know if I can pull betrayal to feed you to her to slow her down. You could. I mean, it would help the forest. Yeah. It's... You are scum, just like them. <laughs> you can join them bodily as you have joined them in your soul. If you don't move to perform the little somatic component that you did before, face is going to twist up full of rage grab you by the collar and throw you at her just give myself the room I, I mean this is contested for sure so um I mean <sighs> no it's the not thing is, it's risk I, yeah it's risk because I gave myself to the forest yeah you, you are a, well, you're not a monster but you are yeah, if you're going to throw um, Masaru at the uh, princess, then, yeah, you're making a risk roll. We've established that you have a... Skill. Betrayal. Skill, and we've established that you have a risk involved. Very clear and present. Any bargains? No, not really. One of you's going to die. <laughs> uh, the consequence is death. If you fail. Mm-hmm. Okay. 2d6. It's a five. Okay. As she rushes towards you lightning fast, you push Masaro in front of you. 
Colin, should Masaru die at this point, I, you think? I should... feel like Masaru should fuse with all the fusions of princesses. Oh, that's exactly the uh, what was going to happen. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Okay, she's going to do what she was going to do. What she does is she wraps herself around Masaru. And you can see her form conforming to his. And she says, Oh, that's, that's better. It's been a while since I've had working bones. However, this one, this one would be more useful alive. So I think we'll, I think we'll settle on your form as the permanent option. It looks like a, there's a bit more room for me in you anyway. I, I'm not standing around for any of this. The second she broke off of me to devour him, I am out the door. Full tilt. Okay. You run, screaming, down the passage. There are no other doors except the most ornate double doors you've seen in front of you. And you crash through them and you... You look and you realise where you are. The Hall of Kings. It is filled with portraits and icons of previous kings, all facing the throne with stark admiration. The air reeks of perfume and rotting flesh, and the soft scratch of crass fur against silk fills the hall. Behind the throne, you can see the half-open doors of the treasury. Is the room lit? The room is well lit. By what? You can't tell. You couldn't just say torches. Okay. I am specifically not... I am very, very much not giving you access to fire. Yeah, I know. They, <laughs> ring, ring one. Ring one, they were going to search you for fire-making tools and signs of nobility. Huh. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay, well... There is... There's two things in here that might be able to help. There's a man who might be interested in knowing of the traitor down the hall. And there's in the next room an item that an imprisoned bird told me existed. I'm going to focus on the latter until the former makes an appearance. Mm -hmm. You have to pass the front to get to the item, of course. Yep. I'm going for the treasury. As you approach the throne, you see a stone figure awkwardly propped against it 
that is a, seemingly a statue of a decapitated triton with serpent-headed legs. Ground rotten meat wrapped in radiant purple robes drips from its torso and oozes all over the throne. Resting upon the statue's neck is the severed head of a minotaur. It bleeds from its glass eyes and an iron crown hangs from its horn. And it says, kneel. And you find yourself kneeling. What remains of the last victims of the king? Well, what else would have provided the meat to be ground? You dare come before the king. Such audacity. You wouldn't be the first one I've stood in front of. It is rare that I see someone like you in front of me. Rare and intriguing. Hmm. I assume you've met the other nobles. Yes, that menagerie upstairs. I've seen them. My children, my relatives. I've seen them all. You know there is no chance. I am eternal. I am the king. What brings you to me? Why are you here? Not for you. Not for everything is for me. No, what brings you here? And if you want to resist telling him the truth, it's a risk roll. Oh, I'll tell him the truth. How specific of an answer do you want? To this room? Fleeing from your daughter who is coming for your head. To this place? One of your children ruined me. I presume if you are all related to get a leg up on one of her relatives. And I will make her pay for it. Ambition. Sure. If you call it that. You've warned me of my daughter. This is, of course, not the first time she has tried something like this. I doubt it will be the last. The fact that you could survive all this. Hmm. Very well. What is your wish? Do you seek revenge on my relative? Do you seek power and status in your home? Do you seek wealth? Do you seek land? 
Do you seek the heads of your enemies? Do you seek freedom? You've said the same thing twice. Revenge, head of an enemy. I doubt you'll just give her to me. I will. I can give you anything you want. I am the king. Don't forget. King of all. She could be yours. <laughs> I care little for her. I ask one thing in exchange. Kneel of your own free will and kiss my feet. Pharaoh, the last questions. Will you betray your companions or what remains of them for a life of comfort? Or will you lose your life for the sake of your cause? <laughs> well, the sake of trying to do it yourself, I guess. Yeah, no. What remains of my companion is his hollowed out shell that a rotten monster is occupying. He can burn with the rest of them for all I care. And I will... All of these rotten monsters can burn. If the power is within me to stand against his desires, I will get to my feet and move for the horde. Okay. This then will be the last risk roll of the game. Okay. My skill is passion. The risk. Hmm. The king is cruel and he does not fear his daughter. The risk is that you will be broken and then given to her to be part of her. And thus, Masaro will be free to be made the same offer. I succeed. There is a complication. You summon a superhuman effort and you rise to your feet and you begin to run. Run for the treasury. Run for what you presume is a weapon that can be used against him. An hourglass, you, you do not know its effect which you presume it is significant enough to be kept as a secret. You find the hourglass and after saying something that sounds cool in your head, I don't know what you would say, you break it. That was the plan, is to smash it on the ground. and five centuries burst out of it with you at its epicenter. And as the effect passes 
and you reach out with a hand, looking out of your eyes, reaching out, your hand slowly turning to dust and blowing away as your body succumbs to the effects of five centuries of time being forced upon it all at once. You see a palace in ruin. The doors have rotted away. The princess, Masaro. Time has moved forward four centuries. And as consciousness slips away and you die, you hear the voice in your head, I can rebuild. I told you. I am eternal. That's game. I should have re-rolled that. I should have pushed for a six. Uh, It's ring five, dude. You can win. The game explicitly says you can succeed. It's just it changes you forever. Yeah. Yeah. And it changed you forever. You got older. Yeah, I I fucking died. (laughs) I mean, you got your revenge. She's dead. Congratulations. You won. Yeah. I mean... By the end of that, I wanted them all dead. Yeah, well, there's no killing the king. I mean, there might have been if I rolled a six. Mm, I think on a six, I would have probably kept you alive and let you get away, but you're not killing the king. <laughs> if we can't do it, you can't either. Uh, <laughs> look. If the palace is smoking ruin after 500 years of neglect and I know they're coming back I I, I can raise a proletarian revolution to be ready for them <laughs> <laughs> yeah just uh, the revolt against the mud, against the meat monster who can you know mostly control you with his words anyway how's everyone feeling I feel great. I killed one. <laughs> I killed you. Both. I win. Yeah, no, I've, I'm fine. I. This is. This game is very good. I love this game so much. Uh, Pyrrhic, but victory nonetheless. Yeah. We should really play another one. We should play more of this. We should. Yes. So the, the character that I built here uh, I'm sure it is clear enough but I want to state it outright my background is traitorous cupbearer for those not in the know cupbearer is literal it's the guy who gives the king his drinking cup at dinner which is a position of ultimate trust because that is <laughs> exceptionally simple to make a play on the king's life with. And, uh... You are the drinks taste. Yeah, if you play Crusader Kings, you would know that bribing the king's cupbearer is a good way of getting to assassinate the king. Yeah, so the the backstory was... Uh, the now Countess Shima was an even lesser noble at the time. It was like, hey, hey, uh, you know, you slip this 
into the king's drink. Uh, I'll mm. give you wealth beyond your dreams as my station advances in relation. And I was like, oh, oh yeah, sick. Mm. Let's do it. And then she just, the king died and she immediately outed me. And I got away with my life, but only just fucking barely. Okay. Now, Colin, what do you think that Pharaoh's job was? Oh, I, I knew uh, from looking at the character sheet, I know what it was. Oh. Yeah. I, I turned myself into a uh, yes, you did. GM and look, took a look at the uh, character sheet. Uh, for the audience, if you thought it was spy, you're wrong. I was a poet. I, yeah. I had taken up a hobby in my uh, self-imposed fleeing for my life exile, and I was uh, writing songs and stories. That's why I was, like, humming to myself, turning a little incantation into a song. I was trying to be annoying about it on purpose, because <laughs> my companion was a little bit of a prick, and I was trying to get under his skin. But of course I was a prick. I was a noble. Yeah. And I think you talked about your deal while I was busy trying to have a voice again, didn't you, Colin? Yeah. Oh, that's all getting edited out. Yeah. Um, so. Oh, no, you can keep that bit in because it's. No, no, no. Or it's, maybe just move it. That's fine. I'll, I'll, it's, I'll explain it again. Um, so my deal was I was a minor noble lord. Or the son of a minor noble lord, rather, um, hadn't quite gotten to taking over for him because uh, dad hadn't died yet, and I was caught having an affair with a man. And uh, let's just put it this way: that's, that's super loud. illegal. That's, that's super illegal for most of history. Uh, and worse, you got caught. Yeah, worse, I got caught. So uh, I was disowned, and then the guy I was having an affair with was like hey you need to pay me hush money and so that's why I went to this castle in particular to try and find something to fucking make him not out me because my father just disowned me he didn't say exactly why but this guy was like no I know why you were disowned and you're going to pay me money in order for you to uh, not be hanged instead of just disowned had the king survived, well, had you survived to meet the king, he would have offered to just change the law. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I guess monarchs are occasionally good for something. <laughs> yeah. Stopped clocks and all that. Yeah, we love them. Um, <laughs> the monarchy. Um, it's great. Um, July the 4th was the anniversary of your greatest mistake, Americans. <laughs> <laughs> not going to disagree but also uh, <laughs> uh, I will strongly disagree actually <laughs> anyway uh, play us out Namtab um, thanks for listening audience happy Halloween you can listen to more of um, great episodes of Trophy Dark that will be released this month. Uh, you can listen to uh, Lancer. Uh, we do Lancer. Lancer's fun. Yeah. And you can listen to our um, 
uh, Game of Fate, which may end eventually. Eventually. <laughs> eventually. Maybe. Um, I believe. We may do more Trophy Dark um, after these because we like it. Yes. I will have to stop reading incursions for fun so I can stop it. <laughs> Give yourself amnesia. All right, let me go fucking find a rock. Hang on. All right, I, good night, everybody. I got something. In, oh, maybe one of these books is big enough. <laughs> oh, you know what? I've got like 50 bottles of nail polish in this little fishing. Yeah, box. glug it down. <laughs> Trough it. <laughs>